Welcome everybody to tonight's episode of the OTT Podcast. My name is Tyler Thompson. I'm the editor-in-chief of Kentucky Sports Radio, and as always, I'm joined by Fake Barney, who still thinks this is a Bloodline podcast. Young man Young man Oh, man. I, I will never know how that, that series ended, sadly. Really? I you, we quit. You, it got too depressing. It got depressing, but it just it was like it just it just started going next level. Next what level depressing? Last, yeah, what was the last okay, bloodline spoilers coming. Uh pause the podcast for the next ten <laughs> seconds. What was the last thing you remember? Uh, John John, what's his name? Rayburn standing in the rain. That's all I remember. Is that like season one? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. Yeah, we're not. We're got, not gonna get on. We got. It a lot got really about. good. It got really good after that, and then it. The end was like ah, but but yeah. Season two was like crazy. The ending of season two was insane. It, it was in three seasons, right? Yeah. Okay, so we quit in season three. I remember. But so that. you made it through. So you remember the dolphin? Yes. That's, okay. That were you not like holy crap when that? Yeah. Happened? I mean, it, it it's been a while, but yeah. Again, okay. not the Bloodlines podcast. It's not, but you know what. I'm just going to go ahead and be honest with our listeners like I always am. Friday Night Lights is okay. Like, it's okay. It's like, it's it's good. I can definitely see how people love it so much. Mm-hmm. And especially, like, 14 years ago, how legit it was. Yeah, it was but groundbreaking. Like, it's not like Game of Thrones or something. Well, I mean, think about the TV budgets and how. That's TV, what I'm saying. Yeah, like 14 years ago, it's legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and I'm enjoying it, but I'm not like, oh my god, I can't wait to like, you know, watch the next one. Oh, However, whatever. You get you text me all the time like, oh my god, we just started season four. Okay, well, OMG, there's been a, that okay, the there's a couple one? of moments. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, <laughs> there's been a couple of moments, and actually, I think my favorite episode so far, or one of my favorite episodes so far, was what we're going to talk about now. Okay. So yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm just not like Tyler. It's not oh my line. gosh, you have to watch Friday Night Lights like you have been for the last. But aren't you glad you have? Yes, I'm definitely glad, and I'm enjoying it. I'm. Right. It's just not like my favorite thing on the planet. Okay, well, Mr. Negativity over here. Well, we're, it's we're fine. Gonna... It's just, you know, it, it's fine. <laughs> okay, good grief. So if you guys are listening to this, if, you know, <laughs> you've refreshed your podcast feeds and you're like, oh, I wonder what they're up to. Um, we're recapping Friday Night Lights, the series, because what else do we have to do right now? Um, do we have Buddy yet? Is Buddy signed up yet? No, no. We get, I'm not paying $250 for Buddy Garrity to come on Can we show. start up a... Uh... Like a fan, <laughs> go fund uh, me. Go fund me. <laughs> I think that would be really okay. Sad. Listen, all you guys need to Venmo Tyler Thompson two dollars and fifty cents each. <laughs> we got that it. would be a good show of how many listeners we. Have. If we have, if we get a hundred, it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. So it's if down. if you're listening to this, you can also watch this because we're doing these on Zoom, which has been its own little fun adventure. Because Barney, like you know, all of us back in March learned about Zoom virtual backgrounds, and they're the best. They're and they're really, really just quality. Yeah, and 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 I also learned uh, uh, just like Tyra about hairdos. <laughs> Tyra has at least sixty-two hairdos in the first half of season three. She really does. Like she starts out with the curly, super curly corkscrew curls. Yeah, like she stuck yeah. her finger in the light socket. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She right. she went through a lot this season. We'll get to she all did. of that. 
Um, so in this episode of the OTT, we're going to be covering season three, episodes one through six. And then in the next episode, we'll be covering episodes seven through 13. So if you're only halfway through season three, or if you're all the way through, you know, we're breaking this up to make it a little easier because a time. lot happens. But, but it's a lot shorter seasons than the first, my goodness, the first one we had so much to talk about. Uh, you know, the, the seasons have gotten significantly shorter now. So, it makes it is, so much easier. It is. It's more like a, it's more like a show that we're used to now. I, I'm, de- I'm with you. I know you told me that season three was going to be my favorite. I think I like season two. Did you uh, hear Gatsby bark? I did. I like season two more than I think you thought I was going to. Um, season three was, was it definitely like set things up, but I really didn't notice I, I, after, after you mentioned it, I think it was one of those things that like you wouldn't really notice until someone mentioned it, but I didn't really notice the like low production quality you were talking about. I think the only reason I kind of picked up on something and it was only because I was watching for it was like the lack of different sets and things. So, I mean, there was a lot more, you know, school office, football field, you know, scenes, um, their house, but like there wasn't a ton of stuff, like a ton of different places like we've seen in the past. Yeah. I mean, the film quality is a little, I don't know, it seems a little grainier, but maybe that was intentional. And maybe it was like that in the first two seasons and seasons I just never noticed. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm watching it on the same TV and everything. I haven't really noticed. I mean, it's all kind of grainy because it's from the early 2000s. I mean, you, know, you can't really expect that much. Yeah. Um, so we're going to jump right in. Uh, we're going to start with favorite storyline. Okay. Um, I will go first on this because I think yep. this is pretty easy. And if you just heard Gatsby just came back in the dog door. Congratulations, Gatsby. <laughs> Good job. Way to, must... way to poop, girl. <laughs> she must really like this storyline. Um, Smash going to Texas A&M. Yeah, that's my favorite too. By far and away the best storyline of the first half of the season, probably yeah. the whole season altogether. It was really good. Yeah. So I loved everything about Smash's storyline. Yeah. So if you, you know, they at the end of season two, he had a really sad storyline in which he was, he ended up going to Whitmore, which was good after his suspension for punching that kid for the racist incident in the movie theater. That, I mean, he's just had a really bad, you know, luck of the draw. And, I guess they started the season with he was injured, which caused his future at Whitmore not to pan out. I'm guessing. I guess they, right. they even they withdrew their offer. Yeah. Um. So he's working at the Alamo Freeze. Yeah, that was an awkward way to start the first episode. Yeah, I know. And so he's like trying to put in work with Coach Taylor, and you know, I love the storyline because Coach Taylor, in true form, never gave up on him, even though Smash was ready to give up on himself. Right. You know, the, I think the general manager of the Alamo Freeze said, you know, we see a future for you and management. Right. Which was kind of nice. I mean, that was cool. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it shows you like there were different paths that right. his life could take. Oh, I was going to It also kind of shows you a very realistic picture of what it's like to be a big time athlete in a small town. Yeah. I mean, you could definitely, I mean, that was, it, that's not like a joke job. I mean, no, you know, that was a career path for Dylan, you know? Yeah. Um, I really, really love the scene where, uh, the team kind of helped smash out, like smash was ready to give up and the team rallied around him. I thought that was really cool. That was cool. Yeah. Um, the moment, my favorite moment of the whole season, first half of the season was the, the tryout at Texas A&M where like coach Taylor gives him that speech 
right yes. before he does the workout and it's just it's awesome like coach good. taylor storms onto the field and he's you know because yeah yeah like, oh, and that coach is like time. what are you doing out here yeah and he's like you gotta see this boy like, yeah he's awesome so that, yeah, that was, was my good. favorite storyline. How about you? That was my favorite too, but I had I had a second in case I thought that was probably the yours. So I actually <laughs> kind of like uh, Matt and Julie's storyline. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So like Hence I the, really yeah yeah I liked. Um, I think I think I think it could also maybe double as most realistic. I felt like I think that their relationships get into the place and, and no, no spoilers, but I've, I've started season four now. So I'm, I'm at the beginning of season four and um, the first half of season four. And one thing that I've seen even into the first half of season four, and I think it kind of started around here was that their chemistry, like as actors and working together got to a place where they could say a lot of things without saying the words. Yeah. So like they could have, they could have serious moments, serious conversations. They could have little sarcastic looks and things that they give each other that I, that I thought it was really cool the way that the show was produced, that they realized that and didn't have them have unnecessary dialogue. Yeah. There was a lot of things that were just really clear to that happened or that not, that didn't happen. It's like, you know, are they are they getting back together like what's going on and then it's like oh yeah they just got back together and they didn't have to say hey let's get back together like it was does that make sense like i, I yeah I no really they liked how they've worked how, I, I liked their relationship it didn't annoy me at all like right I, I liked everything about it it's all because she is much more tolerable because she's grown up a Correct. little bit i mean yeah. Yeah, yeah she still has her moments it wasn't that bad right it was uh, much um, better than maybe bob has her theories of why you hate julie gosh i want to hear that they're good they're good yeah can we get baby bob on the next show yeah yeah she was like i know exactly why tyler hates julie i completely agree it's because of blah 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 blah. i don't want to spoil her take but it's it's it made sense so basically 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 in a sentence it is that julie is was like the typical annoying high school girl yeah it's because she is. She's totally like that. I, right, right. She sucks. Like, and I and the reason that I'm not bothered by that is because I you're was home playing. No, I was home playing Goldeneye. Right. <laughs> like I don't know. That's true. Like you know, all of this drama and things happening and people, you know, doing all these little shady things and Riggins is going around being Rigginses. Like you know, I was oblivious to all of that because I was home with my little Halo, um, playing video games, not bothering anybody and not really getting any kind of trouble. Unless there was a Buffalo Wild Wings waitress nearby, which, by the way, um, Baby Bob did not know that story. And, oh, fun! And was like what? What? what is this? <laughs> oh, so you're learning like, about each other exactly. through the OTT yeah, and I, Friday I, Night I guess Lights. that had, I, 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 there had never been something to prompt a conversation about, you know, hooking up with a waitress, and so that's you know, true. It, it, it only comes uh, up in certain conversations. It only came, it, 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 you know, we've known each other now for like 15 or 16 years. And that's yeah. just, you know, never been something that we talked about until Friday Night Lights. So there you go. You know, it brings people together. Speaking of Julie, did you think at first that she was faking her parents out with the tattoo? Because I totally did. No. You remember, she was like, yeah, I got the tattoo. And, I liked how uh, we didn't know about, I liked, I liked how they let us find out about it at the same time as the parents. Yeah. Cause I thought she was totally faking them out with like, you know, yeah. a temporary tattoo. Cause even back then those could look somewhat realistic. And yeah. you know, her mom was like, did you get one of those stick of tattoos? And she's like, no mom, it's real. I still yeah. find Tammy extremely annoying. 
Um, oh but, but, but I like her a lot better um, as the season goes on and into season four. Yeah, so yeah, I would so agree far. with that. Um, yeah. That's going to jump into my least favorite storyline right. of the first half of season three, the Jumbotron storyline. Oh my gosh, I got, I got two words for you. <laughs> Jumbo Jumbotron. <laughs> So this was mainly you that know, picture is fantastic. Isn't that great? <laughs> it's so high res. I know. I want to make that like my iPhone background. <laughs> That'd be so great. I would love. Hey, that. oh, and this makes me think too. Look at all that really cool, like Dylan Panther stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, there's got to be places where you can buy like landing strip t-shirts oh they're totally there's like the um clear eyes full hearts I, I thought about getting one of those shirts for forever we probably should since we're no doing i, I want to get one that says like the landing strip or that says like <laughs> uh the uh crucifictorious or something oh, love and like wear it around and somebody'd be like oh but, but but i'm not googling anything like today okay just to tell you today i was googling um i was preparing for the podcast and ready to talk some trash about about uh, Sarazen's grandma, <laughs> and um, and I when I googled Sarah's and grandma, mm -hmm. I I like I closed my eyes because I didn't want it to pop up the auto Sarah's, yeah like Sarah's and grandma explodes or you know Sarah's and yeah. grandma diarrhea episode or right. any of these things that I hope actually happen. Um, like I I didn't want to see any of those things, and so I just closed my eyes and and. And where I didn't like, I didn't look at, I looked at the, like the bottom part only of my phone as I was typing and then hit enter so that I could get the image that I needed without, um, you know, actually seeing any, anything spoiler. So, so I've been really hesitant, all that said, to look up cool Friday night light stuff, but I do like the show enough and think it's kind of like a cult classic enough that it would be kind of funny to walk around with a shirt that says the landing strip and like one out of every 150 people you come across is like hey i think it'd be a lot buddy, cooler. you see buddy garrity there <laughs> yeah i think it'd be a lot cooler to have a crucifictoria shirt but i, you know I see what you're saying yeah, yeah yeah but i mean like where is all that stuff now like where is the huge who, who has the herman field sign with the big panther logo? That's a good question um, but yeah, this storyline annoyed me. So to start season three, you know, you catch up on all the changes that have happened because they flash forward to a new season. Right. Tammy's now the principal. Right. Congratulations, Tammy. Her and Jay Street has totally disappeared. Thank God. We'll get into that later. Okay. Um, so the Jumbotron is her first major obstacle or issue to deal yeah. with because the boosters it's, it's gave this money. It's all political. It's all political. <laughs> <laughs> the boosters gave all this money for the jumbotron and right. she being a very idealistic principal education first uh, wants to reallocate it towards I had to lay off three funds. employees or something yeah i mean i get it i get it i get it it's just annoying and it you know i guess we see that she has to be knocked down a couple notches and you know it kind of foreshadows yeah. some things that are coming yeah. Um, oh, I love Tam Sass. I call it Tam Sass. Tam Sass. Is that Tammy Sass? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love. I love some Tam Sass now. She's awesome. Um, yeah, because I mean, yeah, she, she, and you, and I think the jumbotron was definitely the catalyst for Tam Sass. Yeah. So, what was your favorite or least favorite storyline? Um, I'm gonna take Buddy down now. I would say, um, 
Tyra, Tyra stuff. Okay, that's fair. So yeah. that kind of goes into my least favorite character. Um, yeah. Just this part of the season. Um, right. Cash. Yeah, Cash. Yeah, he's the worst. Yeah, he sucks. And everybody knows he sucks. And everybody knows that Tyra is everything that she's doing and 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 the part that Landry plays in all of this and mm-hmm. why she's doing what she's doing they make it so obvious like they do but I think that's intentional I, I mean he I think was that wearing I, all black when he met Landry you're supposed to be screaming at you're supposed to scream at the screen yeah. no Tyra and which one of us didn't have somebody in high school that we thought to ourselves what are you doing oh, over yeah. and over again and so is it realistic yeah Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, I just wasn't a fan of it because you could tell he was bad from the start. Yeah. It's predictably annoying. Like yeah. when he, the first time he pil- pulled the pill bottle out of his pocket. You just knew. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, it, like I that's said. That's my least favorite by far. Yeah. He was dressed in all black when he was talking to Landry. All I mean, the symbolism. Well, I mean, that's the cash. Uh, his name's cash, right? He's got to wear yeah. all black. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But he just sucks. And we'll get into that more in the next half of the season. So what did you do with my guy, Jay Street? I mean, did you hide him somewhere? I don't really like Jason. Um, why? I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm it's not, not challenging. That I, I just want to know why. Okay, it's not that I dislike Jason. It's that he's not that interesting to me anymore. His storyline doesn't really move the plot along. Well, and my husband put it really good. We were talking about this over dinner, and – Everybody likes Jason Street and that he's a good guy, but, and he was dealt a really bad hand to start the series. But from then on, you're just, you know, it's him just trying to like find his, you know, purpose in life over and over and over. And it's You could take his whole thing out of the show after season one and a half. Agreed. And would we really be missing anything? No, I wouldn't. Besides legs. I mean... (laughs) see you're gonna burn in hell for so many reasons um but yeah i just i wasn't into it i mean it's it, of the secondary storylines it's okay eh, i mean he comes into play i guess more in the second half of season three yeah and i liked and i liked the closure of the jason street story or what i assume yeah. is the closure of the jason street story i mean I'm, i don't know but because i'm you know yeah i'm looking through never my seen notes. the show before but like I like how you can you can kind of tell in the first half of season three, okay, maybe we're finally getting to some good a good place to bring this Jason Street thing to an end, and yeah. and it's like, okay, if only we could do the same thing with Grandma. <laughs> oh, she. So if you're listening on on podcasts. Barney has changed his virtual background to a picture of grandma wearing her tiara that she irresponsibly ordered online. And you should Uh, be watching this also on the KSR digital page. Yeah. Log on to the KSR YouTube page under the name KSR digital. It's worth it just for Barney's absolute, you know, cruelty towards grandma. Oh, Hey, I was supposed to remind you to start the timer too for the, Oh yeah, I've got it going. Okay, great. I'm glad. (laughs) 30 minutes in. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, you know, I would, it would be nice if I could start to see grandma start to arc toward an assisted living facility or the grave or something, you know, um, and, and I'm not seeing that. Um, 
I will say this though, and and I and another this is another thing that I think if you hadn't said this to me, I wouldn't be on the lookout for it, or I wouldn't have necessarily known. I'd have known something was different. But and that's why I'm so like sensitive about spoilers and like trying to look at them because it will totally yeah. frame the way I see everything. Like I just sure. can't unhear that stuff. But like when you told me that season two was the writer's strike, the very, very first three seconds into season three, I actually made a note of this that three seconds in with the shoestring line, the writing was already better. Where Matt can't tie his shoe and he's yeah. like, I can't even tie my shoe. Yeah. And it's like that what that one line was so different from all of season two that it was like okay i can tell the season's gonna be better well it's more about the characters and less about stupid plot things like a tornado and shark dna and right but there's no sport i mean i haven't there's is that how are we gonna pick our best sports moment oh i've got i've got a couple Um, i mean i didn't think there was very much besides you know watching smash and stuff well smash's tryout was my favorite sports moment but I also had Saracen's big game versus Arnett Mead but yeah. then he, he ends up turning it over so, right. so Saracen's arc during the first half of season three is the battle with JD McCoy and right. we need to talk about JD um because he's the worst I don't know this season I don't know so I think JD he's the McCoy worst because is, he looks like Tyler Hansborough we we already he brought does this look up. like Tyler Hansborough but I did think, you notice that before I said something I actually didn't. And when you did, I was like, oh, yeah, you can't unsee it now. Right. Like you just see him with his mouth. Look, his mouth's hanging open. It's always talking <laughs> like this. Like, oh. he's, he's always walking around like, take care so of Julie the, for you. The oh. freshman, you know, hot, you know, not hot, but like really good, talented quarterback. You who, think he's hot? Wait no, I meant like, you know, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't think he's hot. I meant like up and coming, like, you know. It's not what you said. <laughs> do not think that kid is hot. Hey, First Mr. TT, Mr. TT. <laughs> he's like 13 in this JD's picture. Hot. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, I think that this season specific, well, I don't even know specifically. I think they really just want to, they want us to feel bad for him. Is he hot? Hey guys, tweet at Tyler Thompson. <laughs> he's not um, hot. He's a child. He's this is your first, you can't, you should not, you should always go with your first instinct, Tyler. He's not hot. No, I I just I don't I don't know what to make of him so far. Like his dad obviously is terrible, and we'll get oh yeah, he's the worst the next half of the season. Um, but you could tell the kid's just kind of a victim of his his awful abusive dad, and kind of he's also kind of a well. But I mean, if you're raised by your parents, I mean, he has his moments. Yeah. I can't believe I'm standing up for J.D. McCoy. Yeah, I, I was about to say the same damn thing. But are you supposed to feel sorry for him in this season? I think I we don't won't. feel sorry for him and and don't and won't. All right. Well, anyway, but that was why my favorite one of my favorite sports moments was when Saracen has the really good game against Arnett Me because right. you, you you are conditioned to cheer for Saracen. Sure. Because we've known him, he wasn't the most talented guy. He was thrown into the fire. He somehow, right. you know, he led the team to stay. He's not hot like JD. Team. He, <laughs> that's definitely true. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I just think that the battle between Saracen and JD, you knew what was going to happen. Right. 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 Well, I mean, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, like I said, like I've said all along, one of the things I really like about the series is that it 
uh, it, you don't really know how things are going to, um, from a sports standpoint, um, the only thing that's been predictable was Jason Street going down in somewhat in the very first right. episode. Like, to me, that's the only thing that's been predictable. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, my most – I don't know. We'll get more into J.D. in the next half of the season. Unless you have – like to. They do. No, I just don't – you know, no, he's, he's, he's not interesting to me. Um, my cousin had somebody – um, try to put him down one time and say that he, I think they were trying to say that he was fed from a silver spoon. But so you, what, you think that JD was fed from a silver spoon? Well, clearly he was. Yeah, he but was. what I'm, but what I'm trying to say is this guy, instead of saying that to my cousin, told him that he was feed from saucer. And so whenever someone. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. He misspoke. <laughs> he like miss, he mixed like mixed metaphors or something, but. Any time that somebody is spoiled, me and my friends always say they're saucer feed or feed from saucer. Nice. So, uh, so, so yeah, I definitely <laughs> think that JD is, is yeah. feed from, he is feed from saucer. What did you think of his mom so far? Um, She's her I mean, own special brand of something. Yeah, I mean, you can tell that they are the good cop, bad cop. And she also wears way too many halter tops for a, a lady her age. That I have no comment or opinion <laughs> or notice. But it, I guess it'll be one of those things that I notice. I can't unsee now. But yeah, oh, it's that a, would it's be a that's, lot that's, of, that's you and Baby Bop can go off on that. It's a lot of sun damaged, wrinkled skin. Well, Just, I mean, uh, but you, but Tammy's okay. But Tammy's much better than yeah, whatever her name is. I mean, Tammy. That one thing about this show, they like the the plunging necklines. Yeah, Tammy does like to show the girls off. I, I will say that she's not the only one. Yeah, that seems Clearly. like a, a a Texas theme there. Well, it's hot down there, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, you got got let them breathe. You got to let them breathe. <laughs> you got to let the skin breathe. Um, cringeworthy moments. I had an easy one for this. Um, Tim Riggins, when he went to the fancy dinner with Lila and Buddy Garrity. Oh, yeah. And he ordered squab. Yeah, squab. <laughs> I was, was so, great. I just, and he, he, you know, they made him dress up and he was so unhappy and he was trying so hard. That was uh, mine too, and I don't have a backup, but I will uh, in, contribute something. And it's a funny fake Barney story. So, um, about squab. Close. <laughs> So I uh, went out to a fancy New York restaurant with Baby Bop a few years ago, back when we could do such things, and uh, and it was it was all French. And so, but but Baby Bop was embarrassed for me to use my phone to to look up Google Translate. Were. Right, right, right. I wasn't supposed to have my phone out at the table, but I I. I was coming up with nothing on the menu. So I've got the phone like kind of like balanced under the table where she can't see it. And I'm looking up <laughs> stuff and I, and I, and I started doing okay. And I made it to like the third section of the menu. Cause you had to pick some, like, like one thing from each section or whatever. Right. Yeah. So I get to the third section of the menu and I couldn't read like any of the stuff on there. No, no. Except, except one of them said, uh, sweet bread. Are you familiar with that? Isn't that like, it's not what you would think it is. It's some weird delicacy. Right? I No one, so I didn't know. It's that. like, isn't it heart or something? I'll tell you. So, <laughs> so, so I'm I'll thinking, you. I was like, I was like, oh, I love Hawaiian sweet rolls. Those oh, are like no, my jam. No, no. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. So, so, so I was ready for my, for my sweet bread, right? 
And so here comes the guy and he brings these things out and they look kind of like big chicken nuggets. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, it's like fried, like fried, attack, uh, like fried Hawaiian roll or something like it. It was big enough that it still could have been a Hawaiian roll, but just cooked like, like toasted or cooked, cooked yeah. in a cool way or something. Right. I was like, Oh, this is going to be delicious. <laughs> so I cut it and, and, and you could kind of tell when I cut it, but when I, when I put it in my mouth, there was like meat on the inside, like, like a meat. Like yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't it was bread, bread all the way through. It was yeah. definitely fried. So the outside was good, you know, but the inside. So, so I was like, I ate like two of them. Uh, they gave me three. <laughs> they gave me three. They were like, so it was like, yeah. you know, it was a French, it was just kind of small portion, you know, whatever. And I just, after the second one, I, I just was like, man, something's just not right about this yeah it's lamb testicles <laughs> i googled what it and it's like it's like no it was so, well, i mean the fried part was good but the meat part was it was like it was like uh, the <laughs> joey's thing on or, uh rachel's uh souffle on uh friends you know it was, oh, like, the, the it was like fried part good you know yeah. meat meat good <laughs> like, what was that like, like the tree triacle or the truffle it was an english yeah. truffle or something like that we can <laughs> hey i can roll i can roll with the friends podcast all day but it, but anyway um yeah so anyway if it lesson out there if you ever go to a fancy restaurant and they have squib or sweet bread Squaw. it is it is not hawaiian rolls <laughs> Good sweet bread is big time sheet balls <laughs> nasty it nasty. was it was not but you pleasant. ate them you ate them. I, I ate some of them <laughs> you <laughs> ate two of the three that's most of them well you know I wanted, I wanted the full set. You know? <laughs> That's true. What's one without the other? You, <laughs> right. Where'd this third one come from? <laughs> what happened to the that, other that one? That third one. That third one got the first round of the coronavirus. the first round of the coronavirus vaccine. They, they were right. It grew grew a grew a third one. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna get it when it first comes out? No. Really? I don't want that fast track virus vaccine. Hey, I, I'm not that. I, I kind of like. I'm kind of ready to do it so that I can, you know, if it lets me go and do stuff. If I have like a certificate I get that's like, and if I grow a third arm, that'd be fat. I'd be like having another. <laughs> I'd you be can, able to type. I'd have type all real three fast. lamb balls. That'd be <laughs> yeah, great. Like, all in one. Throw at your face. That's what, yeah, it can juggle. You got the. You always have one. You know, like in in limbo, right? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> That's so, good. I'll run that by Baby Bop. We'll see what okay. she says. Let's pivot to Billy Gillespie moment of the first half of season three. <laughs> I'll let you go first. Oh, man. Um, I would say the uh, when, when Smash goes to, uh, goes to A&M and there's a coach that wants absolutely nothing to do with him and that's completely yeah. focused on something else. <laughs> That's a, that's that uh, it's, it's not so much of a party Billy G, but more of a, you know, uh, this coach isn't big on giving kids a chance. That's good. That's a different side of the Billy Gillespie moment. Yeah. Well, there, there was, there's been so much of the other kind. <laughs> that's really true. So mine is a little different. Mine is when Riggins gives JD McCoy, the tour of Dylan, <laughs> which I thought yes. was hilarious. He's so like, there's the landing yeah. strip. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Taylor asks 
um, Riggins to kind of bring JD into the fold, which, you know, in, in true, it's just pure Riggins. You know, he's like, it is. Land and strip. You are not ready for that. Right. No, not ready for that. <laughs> you know, uh, Delilah lives down this road. You'll yeah. know. You'll know. Yeah, you'll know. But, you know. <laughs> that was that was definitely a Billy G moment. Who's that? Oh, you'll know. You'll figure it out. You but know, like, but Jay, but what wasn't a Billy G moment was at the very end of that scene where there was self awareness. Yes. And and, and and JD said, "You're not doing this because Coach made made you." <laughs> which which wow. Billy Billy G lacked all all kind of situational right. and self awareness. Right. Um, let's. But see. how about JD with the intuition there? You know it. Yeah. yeah. Again, he's not all terrible. Not just a pretty face, right? That's, that's very true. <laughs> I mean, um, I love just looking at you under Buddy's armpits while we talk. They're, they're very swampy. Let me tell you, it's <laughs> it's a Texas summer. Yeah. yeah. So he's got <laughs> some swampy season sweet three, I don't remember it. this uh, scene like you know directly, but it had to have been. Have we seen the golf cart yet? I can't remember. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, then we it's not not that memorable. Yeah. Um the most real moment I have will start a great debate. Um it's when, you know, so Matt's mom comes back in the picture. And right. I thought that that actually was pretty cool. Um, yep. I yep. really like that actress. She was in Treme on HBO. Okay, we were trying to figure out I thought that she was the mom on uh the Denzel movie that's awesome with the uh um, Creasy Bear, uh, Man on Fire. She might be. She's been in a ton of I stuff. don't think that's who she is, but she looks just like her. Yeah. I, 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 that's who I thought she was. She's a really good actress, but. Yeah, yeah that, she's good. You know, I think that the way they brought her in was great. That's not my most real moment. Um, so she ends up helping out with Grandma. Right. So right. Grandma needs some help. Right. And she goes to the grocery store and brings back <laughs> grape jelly. And yeah. I thought it was great because both grandma and matt were like who gets grape jelly grape yeah. jelly is disgusting like i just yeah. so then that like, led to uh grape jelly is the best having, jelly yeah then matt and i had a discussion about grape jelly clearly strawberry is superior i no, no way i'm team matt. matt i'm totally team matt grape See, jelly no, is way matt, matt is ambivalent he says that the grape and strawberry are like whatever they're the same. i love grape jelly and oh, and, and and accept no sweet. substitutes What's the difference between grape jelly and Concord jam? So I know this jelly is more like smooth in texture. I think jam has like seeds in it, doesn't it? No, it definitely doesn't. Have or seeds. like bits of like chunks. No. I think it has to do with the consistency. It's it might be that, but like whenever I get the two from the store, I get like Smucker's brand, and to me they're interchangeable. Hmm. That's why I'm asking. There is a difference between jelly and jam. There's definitely not chunks in it. Well, because you aren't getting the fancy jam. You're getting, you're getting the Smucker's brand. Hey, a name like Smucker's, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that was my most real moment because it made me laugh because that seems like a, a debate that would happen in any house, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess my, my, realist, uh, my most real moment, and I don't really know for sure what this would be. Um, and so I guess I'll just say... I, well, I wrote it down, but we've already talked about it. Tyra and Cash, I felt like that. Um, even you knew she was, was going to backslide. Well, not only that, like it was realistic. Like you, yeah. everybody knows someone that it's kind of like the horror movie where you're screaming like 
look behind the shower curtain, you know, ah, you know, he's hiding behind the shower curtain, you know, yeah. um, you find yourself screaming at Tyra. No, Tyra, don't, 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 don't do, do it. That. Don't yeah. Do and the, it. the reason you're doing that is because we've all known you like, like the bad guy. Yeah. Well, not only that, but like, you always just know someone who just can't help but trip over their own decision making. Yeah. And Tyra, and that's what makes Tyra endearing, I think, because everybody's got a soft spot in their heart for that person who just can't seem to get it right. Can't um, get out of their own way. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so I would say that's that's definitely the the realest storyline to me. Yeah. Um, other loose ends I had, we saw in the uh, episode six, the Crucifictorious tryouts, which I thought were great. Crucifictorious, I, can, I can't find a spot in all of these superlatives for them, but I love them. I yeah. think they're great. Um, right. And we meet the new band member. I love Devin. Yeah, Devin's great. She um, looks like Stranger Things girl. A little bit. I think she looks a lot like her. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm, not now just that the you hair. said that. I'll it's her to... eyes. Her like, so she you're has talking about um, Millie Eleven, Bobby. Right? Yeah, Millie Bobby Brown. Or, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, see, now like there's like 20 years of difference between them. So. Oh, wow. That's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, this was in 2007. That's yeah, true. I guess but I think like she looks like her to me. Yeah, she looks yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's about all I had. Do you have any Well, other... I wanted to talk about, Yeah. I mean, we kind of talked about J Street for a second, but mm -hmm. like I legit thought, I mean, again, reminder to everyone, I have never seen any of this before and don't know any spoilers. I legit thought that it was like a thing where the actor like quit. They just wrote and, him out. Or they, or they were just going to pretend like he didn't exist like right. because remember how season two ended was the very last scene was him proposing to waitress girl or like you know yeah baby mama right and then it was like credit scene and then yeah. we start off with you know jumbo tron and we follow all the follow all this new thing and it's like hey guys and first episode goes by and second episode goes by and i think maybe even the third episode goes by before we before it's like there he is yeah <laughs> like i legit thought he was him? gone yeah no it's not that i missed him it's that i thought that he was gone yeah so i mean i've i've, I've looked i've watched ahead now but but i mean at the time when i was first watching this like last week or whatever i didn't know what had happened to him and i wouldn't have missed him but i would have missed like i wanted i wanted to get some closure there yeah. Like I want his storyline to end and I want it, I feel bad for him. Like I want him to, I want it to end. I mean, in that's like a the good thing. Way. Everybody feels bad for him and everything. Yeah. So you want him to have a good, happy ending or something. But isn't that, not. doesn't that get emotionally exhausting trying to wait for that to happen for I've him? I've been waiting for grandma to die since season <laughs> one. I mean, like we all know it's coming. I mean, you know, it, they've been, they've been teeing this thing up. This kid's up looking at her in her tea. But it's, she it's, was so I happy mean, when she pulled that thing out of the box. And that thing was so dumb. I mean, I, well, she's my, my life would have been you. so much better without that whole thing about her. I mean, we didn't have, we didn't have to follow Matt, you know, having to fight with the credit card company or whatever to order. I mean, why did it, why did we waste our life with that scene? You know, I think it's ridiculous. Anyway. I, we, I want some closure to grandma and by closure, I mean dirt on coffin. And then, and then on, and then with Jay street, I want some closure with what's going to happen with the baby. Uh, you know, what's gonna happen. I don't really care about the girls so much, but like I want Jay street to find his path. And, and we'll talk about this in the next episode, but right now 
the most annoying trait about J Street? What's the most annoying thing to you about J Street? I'll tell you mine. He's too nice. No, to me, it's that what the the first thing that happens randomly is his new career. Like, oh, like yeah. the like the mailman, the mailman comes by and goes, Man, you should be a mailman. And then like all of a sudden he's <laughs> like, All right, I'm gonna be a mailman. That's because he's like, lost. It's like, hey, J Street, man, have you ever thought about coaching? Oh, I should be a coach. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, hey, coach, you know, give me a chance. I know, but I always wanted to be a coach. You ever thought about like, flipping so houses? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you should flip houses. <laughs> All right, well, okay, let's not guys. get ahead of ourselves. But let's it's so annoying. It's so I mean, he's like a, a puppy dog or something. Oh, like, he totally like, is. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, hey, I mean, I want, I want to like jump into the show. And, and just tell him things to watch him be funny. Like, you know, like, <laughs> hey, Jay Street, you should be like a wheelchair pole vaulter. And like, <laughs> like, <laughs> totally I could do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's Hey, Jay Street, you should take these 52 balloons and see how high <laughs> you get <laughs> without yeah, them popping and then make that a career. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, that drives me nuts. But I want him to find that thing and do that thing and go away and leave our lives and, <laughs> and and i was really stressed out at the beginning of the season that he hadn't done Bay street was just going to disappear well yeah. no it was just that he was going to disappear and and i was gonna be like he, he was going to be the next uh santiago like where's that dude <sighs> but he's totally gone well cares? i mean but it does, because they because they wasted my life with all these scenes with him like and there was no end to the story, like, so far. I mean, maybe yeah. he'll show up in season five or something. But so far, you know, Santiago gone, you know. Santiago out. I mean, just show me some quick hits at the beginning of the season to let me know that all my little characters have fulfilled their contractual requirements. Or just, like, back. drop a line, like, you know, oh, you know, and Buddy and Lila are talking, well, whatever exactly. happened. Exactly. Yeah, blah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm glad Santiago's managing our, you know, Thank me, you. Branch. That's yeah. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. That's, that's fair. That is fair criticism. Yeah. All right. So we are going to wrap up this first half of season three. So we are going to do episodes seven through 13 of season three next again. And a season uh, three recap. Yeah. Yeah. And our recap. If you're listening to this, hopefully you're subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And, or if you're just listening and you want to watch us, we're on the KSR YouTube channel under KSR Digital. Barney, any last parting thoughts on this first half of the season? Um, no, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Like I said, it's not my most favorite show in the entire world. I like As it better than Bloodline. switches to the Bloodline. Well, I like it better than Bloodline, but I you still think... You just said you did not. I'm saying, no, I didn't say that. I was comparing it to like other shows. Okay. I, I, I was, I was all I did was say that Bloodline was a good show. It's fine, and he's always going to be John Raver to me, especially yeah. now that he's wearing sunglasses a lot more. Oh, he he's, does love to wear the sunglasses. He's wearing a lot more sunglasses now in season <laughs> three and into season four, and it's just like I just feel like he's just going to come out and look at the camera, break the fourth wall, and tell us that he's a good person, but just did a very bad thing. Fair enough. All right. Well, we will see what happens with Coach Taylor in the second half of season three. As always, Barney, clear eyes, full hearts. Sweet breath. Sweet breath. <laughs>